all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Man, they're off. <laughs> so this is about horses. <laughs> Not quite. I may have missed spoken okay. i'm rachel <laughs> i'm david and this is all bad things welcome everybody welcome follow us insta twitter facebook twitch tiktok at all bad things pod email us all bad things pod at gmail.com join our facebook discussion group and our discord i'm pretty sure i didn't say that last week the discord or the the facebook discussion oh, group okay and discord yes mm-hmm. yep do all of those things do all of those things we are recording this apparently um on the even of an impending blizzard for the <laughs> Northeastern United States. Hopefully everybody's fine. Sounds about right. <laughs> it is late January. <laughs> yes, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. We we have blizzards all the way into March, like yeah. where, where I grew up, so. What's eh. the most snow, like the most accumulation in terms of like in one event oh, that I'm... you recall growing up? Because, like, I mean, Connecticut's there's, supposed to get, like, two feet of snow. I would honestly have to say, and I wanted to do this as a topic, mm. uh, but I haven't gotten around to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to say, like, the blizzard of 93. Mm, like, that's that, a big that was, one. Is that, it's a storm of the century, right? Wasn't it was, that? yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was coined that. Mm-hmm. But um, I was in Rochester at a hockey tournament when it happened. Oh, wow. Um, they canceled the hockey tournament you were, like, pretty 16? much. Yes, I was. Okay. Yeah, I had just turned 16. Uh, they canceled. canceled it. They canceled the hockey tournament on day two because, um, you literally could not see like five feet in front That's of your face. Wild. Like the snow was coming That's down like wild. that hard. It looked like, like a whiteout. It looked like uh, watching like people don't have this experience anymore. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, it was it was literally like watching like a snowy TV. The snow on TV. Yeah. I, I swear to God, uh-huh. like it was just that. Uh-huh. And it's not like that lasted for like 10 or 15 like it lasted like all freaking day yeah. into night um it was a state of emergency like you couldn't yeah. go out on the roads mm-hmm. that's when like the uh the police you know busted out the snowmobiles and stuff because yeah. that was the only way they could really get mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. you know and emergency services too mm-hmm. like that's what they were that's what they were tooling around on was three wheelers and snowmobiles you should you should research that topic do that topic sometime yeah i, I mean i've got yeah and i've got i I've got pictures of it somewhere. I remember, uh, I remember coming back home and I would say the snow in the driveway, which I had to freaking I had to shovel. Well, no, I had to plow. Oh, I had to get somehow get the plow on top. Wait, you had a snow plow at home? Snowblower. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Or not a plow. I'm sorry. Snowblower. I'm like, you had an actual plow. And I don't remember how the fuck I did it, but somehow, because I'm going to guess that the snow in our driveway was about six feet high. So it was taller than you. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like a little above your head. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's because we were gone for a couple of days. Yes. Nobody so had. It, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but when we came back, it was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And somehow, I think I shoveled off the top. Okay. I, actually, that that is how I did it. Now that I remember, like, was it I, crunchy snow or fluffy snow? By that time, it was kind of crunchy. Yeah. Um, because it had sat for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I shoveled off like the top three feet. 
um, oh, and man. then got the snowblower oh, in God. for the for the rest. Like it, it, it was it's soft underneath, huh? Yes. Powdery underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it gets the crust mm-hmm. on the top. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that was. I would have to say like that's probably the most snow that's I've ever wild. seen in like a, a short amount of time. That is wild. And I think like overall, I want to say with that storm we got like close to three feet, like within like wow. a, like a day and a half. That's wild. Which is. It's that's, nuts. That's bonkers. There is, I do have pictures of it somewhere. The most we've ever gotten here is like, what, three, four inches? No, a couple years ago, we got like uh, the the day before my car accident. We got mm. like eight or nine inches mm. that one day. Mm. That's the most snow I've ever seen here. Yeah, that's in like In one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, snow is... Uh, it comes, it's treacherous. Com- yes. can be treacherous. Stay it's, safe. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty to look at, but that's... Temporarily. Yeah, that's so that's, that's about Fluffy it. Fluffy rain, yes. as I call it. That's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, believe it or not, we are not doing a blizzard today. We are not. <laughs> we just talked about one for a bit. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? I am drinking a full steam coffee is for closers. Mm-hmm. Excellent choice on a chilly night Yeah. Tonight. And I've been into brown ales lately, and I've got Yeah, you a, have. Yeah. Um, a Big Boss Bad Penny Brown Ale. Yummy. Yum. Delicious. Delicious. Yes. I do like a brown ale. One yes, of my, you, yes, you do. One of my early favorites was a Newcastle. That was the yeah, first beer I ever had in this house was a Newcastle. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I, I've had a Newcastle. I'm, I'm just not into brown ales. Never really have been. It's a very specific flavor. Yeah. Like, they're not as... They're a little bit on the bitter side of the dark beers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's... All beer there, corner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's titillated. <laughs> so we are this week doing basically a dollop episode. <laughs> sure. It tangentially counts. I mean, it's one of our influences. Yes. It sort of peripherally counts as a disaster. It, it was a disaster, <clears throat> but in a very comical way. Um, uh, because I... Uh, it was just last night. Yeah, so I did, <laughs> I did, banged out this whole research like today. Um, I needed something that was gonna be quick to write and very lighthearted. Um, because there's been a personal loss for mm-hmm. for us, and and we just kind of wanted. We did something kind of lighthearted last week, and it was another little bit of a rough week. Yeah, so let's well, keep it up. When we recorded it the last time, yeah. that hadn't happened yet, but uh. No, it had. No, not when we recorded last week. No, it hadn't. Yeah, we recorded it on the weekend, and it happened last Wednesday. Oh, she's right. Yeah. My God, I kind of uh-huh. forgot about that. That's why yeah, because we, we decided not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, a good friend of mine, Trevor, passed away. Um, uh, hit a tree in a snowboarding accident. Yeah. Um, very sad and very yes. sudden. And it's where I grew up. Skiing, snowboarding is pretty big. Uh, he lived in Denver, so obviously it's big out there. Um, but I mean, every year, a couple of times a year, a couple dozen times, it's like random person dies in a skiing accident. Sonny Bono died in a skiing He did. Accident. He, he also hit a tree. Yep. Um, it, part of what makes skiing thrilling is obstacles. Is the th- well, is the thrill. Yeah. Well, and, and the danger. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, for the first time it's not random, random person, person dies yeah. in uh, snowboarding accident. Yeah, it was a good friend of mine, and it's yeah. that's hard. It sucks. Yeah, it's, it does. It's it does. Uh, and it's hard when it's like you know we we talk about disasters every week, and it's 
you can't think too close about how every person is that person for somebody, you mm-hmm. know? Um, uh, otherwise, we wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. And, but you know what? That Every person is that person to somebody. But then that is for those people to mourn that loss. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, like, I always get weirded out when people, like, mourn celebrities. Yes, because I, I get being sad. That's fine. Sure. But it's like, you they, didn't weren't, know them. they weren't your person. Yeah. They were somebody else's person. They were their family's person, mm-hmm. their friend's person. Those are the people who have the right to fully mourn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the trauma is, is who who gets to deal with that has to deal with that you know not gets to like it's privilege has to deal with that you know but unfortunately that that my goodness we've seen how many terrible things can happen to people Mm -hmm. so and you know it's loss comes to us all at some point yeah that's one of the suckiest things about life yeah so it's it's kind of at this uh his funeral was yesterday, mm-hmm. um, which I got to watch on uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook Live, because mm-hmm. I I contemplated going to Denver, but mm-hmm. I this is the fourth friend of mine that's passed away, and I I just kind of didn't want to go through that again. It's um, a lot. So uh, watching it on Facebook was an, enough. Yeah. Not yeah. not enough. No, but I know it, what you mean. Emotionally, it was. It was pretty hard. It was hard enough just to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, uh, so I I know Trevor is mm-hmm. being a crazy man wherever he is now, <laughs> you know, because that's him. Um, and it's, it's sad. It's, yeah. it's like a, it sucks. Yeah. So. So I wanted, I thought, you know what? We need to just go super lighthearted this yes. week. Let's not, yeah. <laughs> let's take, you know, every once in a while. And you know what? Things are also pretty tough in the world right now. Yeah. We're in another COVID spike, especially here in the States. Uh, I mean, COVID ripped through my workplace. <sighs> yeah. Uh-huh. Thankfully, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, uh, but a lot of people, out. a lot of people did. Uh, little by little, people are starting to come back to work. Yeah. But for about a two week span, mm-hmm. like it was. Uh, a couple of lines were completely just shut down because there was nobody to work them. Yeah. And it just sounded quiet. Yeah. Which in a manufacturing yeah. space is kind of weird. That is weird. Because you're used to all the noise. You're just used to noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wear earplugs and sure. stuff, but mm-hmm. even so, um, yeah. you know, you can... But yeah, for a couple of weeks, it was mm-hmm. just like, it's kind of quiet in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and it's because it was. So I put out on our Facebook discussion group last night, we're recording this the Friday before it comes out. So last night I said, hey, quick, super lighthearted topics that qualify as a disaster, go. And all of our Facebook group groupies, <laughs> that's not the right <laughs> word, all of our all of our Facebook friends like came through. We got like a laundry list of good mm-hmm. topics. They'll all go on our spreadsheet. Yes. Like they're all They've great. all been added. Yes. Uh-huh. They're all Trust in Trust in Trust in Rachel's spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. Um but obviously I had to pick one. And uh, what I was trying to do cuz I had to do it in one day cuz we were wanting to record tonight. I'm like this has to be something that's got a lot of information. Um is going to be quick to write, you know, writes itself sort of a thing and just super 
it's absurd is what it is. <laughs> so tonight's topic, we are doing the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> well, I believe it we're, was... <laughs> we're doing just the last 13 seconds. I wouldn't do that to you. I know. I would do it to myself, though. It, 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 I believe it was Shelby in our Facebook discussion group who just suggested the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the they, are, they are a disaster, as, as we saw. We got some good responses like, oh, damn, and then shade a shade give. It was funny. I mean, at this point, like, I'm, like... Oh, that's right. We didn't th- discuss this last time because it didn't happen. It didn't happen yet. <laughs> it was, um, you were still so hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that you but picked it's the just, worst team. Yeah, me too. But, you uh, could be a Browns fan. Could that's true. It's not the worst team. I could yeah. be a Browns or a Lions, or a Lions fan. <laughs> like, that's that's just... That really sucks. They they Those two franchises have never been to a Super Bowl, period. Yeah. But... Uh, you, your guys went... Four times in a row? Yeah, lost all four. Um, hey, but they made it four years in a row. Yeah, Who I else mean, has done that? Nobody. Nobody, as I've always said since then, nobody's been good enough to lose four Super Bowls in a row. There you go. But that was, uh, <clears throat> I didn't sleep at all that night. <laughs> I know. I mean, I really didn't. I you was were just, so pissed. Not pissed. It, Depressed? I, yeah. It, it was just like, like all night I was just like, how? Like how did that happen? How? But I remember like like when they scored the go ahead touchdown, what mm-hmm. Buffalo did with thirteen seconds left, you're like, Can I take a picture? And I was like, No. Yeah, I was gonna I was like, like video you celebrating. I was like yeah. because in my mind I'm like, the game's not over. Yeah, and you were right. <laughs> like it's not like when you're a Bills fan, like the game's not over until it's over. Until it's past zero. Like yeah. until it's like negative time on the clock. And they can't pop no, but they can't <laughs> the order back together to get everybody yeah. back on the field so like i sat there i'm like this is great that like we're so close i'm like but it's not over yet yeah and then everybody's worst fucking fears just came true well and half of people who are watching fears i'm talking about buffalo fans gotcha. um but i mean it, at this point like we can just fucking handle anything it's like what <laughs> it's like what are you gonna do next I will admit that it was slightly relieving to know that the t- the stress was over, even though they lost. Yeah, that you weren't going to be biting your nails through two more games. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to be doing that. <laughs> I know you would I'd very much like to be doing that. I know. But, you know, it's just uh, wasn't in the cards, as it usually isn't. Well, in that vein. <laughs> We oh one of the one of the suggestions another and, great and, suggestion and, and Trevor who was also a Bills fan at least he didn't get to see that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? They were on top. They were on top last he knew. Yes. You know what? There's that. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's pretty great. There you go. Always look on the bright side, as they say, right? Yep. Um. Well. Uh, so someone did suggest that we do the USFL, which is another great Oh, you know, I've thought about that before. I didn't want to do it because I thought you might want to do that. Yes, I've thought about yeah. doing that before. Mm-hmm. I do think it, it's a great suggestion. The league itself was not a disaster. How it ended. What Trump did to it. Yes. <laughs> what fuckface did. Yes. It's just, let's just say he had a warm up for what he did to the United States. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he has twice. a great track record of yeah. driving everything to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, how I remember bringing that up to people um, mm-hmm. when he was running in he like 16 and 17. Football. Well, it wasn't that. Um, I was just like, 
I'm like, do you know what he did to a sports league that was like? I only did because <laughs> of the thirty for thirty. I knew it before then. I I knew it, but that mm. brought it out yeah, into the into the open mainstream. Yeah. Um, and I also told people like when he had that whole uh, tiff with the NFL. I was like, I was like, this has nothing to do. Right. I was like, this has everything to do is like, he's been denied ownership by the NFL mm-hmm. twice. And the second time was very recent mm-hmm. from one, because he tried to buy the Buffalo yeah, Bills. He did. I remember that. Even at that point, I was like, I do not want Donald Trump yeah. owning the Buffalo Bills. Because mm-hmm. that like, was prior to his presidency. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, and so it's, people are like. It still sounds so absurd before like, his presidency. Yeah. It's like, oh, in retrospect. Like I'd rather that would have happened because then he <laughs> yeah, would. Yeah, then he wouldn't have gone for the presidency. Exactly. The bills would have been the only casualty. Yeah, the, I mean the bills still would be uh, like the most terrible, worst-run franchise. Right. But at least that would have been like I'm selfless. Yeah. Like it would have been better for the you rest would have of the sacrificed w- the bills. Yes. For the rest for of the, the rest country. Of, uh, for the rest of the world. That's true. <laughs> but like, I tried telling people that like, you know, he's been not denied ownership to the NFL mm-hmm. twice. Like, that's why he's making this whole yeah. stink. Like, it has nothing to do with... Because he's a child. Yeah, they hurt they he hurt his feelings. Emotionally, he is a child. Yes. Yeah. Which he's even admitted in a book. Yeah. <laughs> all because Daddy <laughs> Trump didn't love him. Yes. All right, so we are not delving into the USFL We're tonight, not. but we are going the sports route. Oh, what do we have? This is the story... What doth we have? Of the 1904 Olympic Marathon. I have no idea. Same, same. I've so never been is... an Olympics fan. Well, except for the Winter Olympics. I gotcha. Yeah. This is a great story, though. Special thanks to Jess B. on our uh, Facebook discussion group. Who suggested this? Okay. This was, this I'm, was great. I'm this intrigued. was a good gem in there. They what, were all great, like I said. What did you say it was again? I'm sorry. 1904 mm-hmm. Olympic Marathon. The Marathon. Okay. Marathon event. Yeah. So on August 30th, 1904, a marathon was held as part of that year's Olympic Games. Over a century later, it is still regarded as, regarded as one of the strangest Olympic events ever held. Interesting. And this is a very or this is would have been like the oh, third. We're gonna or, get into okay. That. I yes. was gonna say. You 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 nailed it. It was the third. Third. I was gonna say third or fourth. Yeah. Yep. So, primary sources, I actually didn't use Wikipedia as much as I normally do. There are a couple of very good articles. So, MarathonGuide.com, a great article from Runner's World. The Running Monk, Slate, a good article from Smithsonian Magazine, some Wikipedia, and World History Encyclopedia. Okay. So, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. Mm-hmm. So, if you, like me, if you, sorry, comma, like me... <laughs> Thought that marathons go back to like ancient Greece. You're right. I don't. Oh, do they? Yeah, I they didn't do. think they did. They sure do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the word marathon is Greek. It is a Greek oh, word. Makes sense. Do you know what it means? Long run. Fennel. What do you know what fennel is? No. It's a vegetable. Okay. It's a very what, good vegetable. What does that have to do with running? Nothing. Long distance. Well, tangentially, <laughs> we're gonna we're okay. going to tie it all back around, right? Um, it. it the name Marathon is the name of a place in Greece. So it I did know ties that. back to the yes, place. Marathon, I did know that. Okay. okay. So uh, I just thought it was, I just wanted to say that it was fennel. Because if you're saying, I'm running a marathon, you're saying, I'm running a fennel. I'm running a fennel. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously it took on a new word, a new meaning. But anyway, so ages and ages ago in 490 BCE. Wow. Okay. So 25, 26, 25, 2600 years ago, yeah. something like that. Who's, who's counting? Uh, there was a battle 
at Marathon in Greece. Uh, I think I know of this. Do you? Yes. Would Con- well, you know well, that? Yeah. Continue on. Okay. I'm, I'm just... It, it was um, part of the Greco-Persian War. It was yes. between the Greeks and the Persians. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything else about it? Or are you just... It's ringing a bell. It rings a bell. Yeah. Gotcha. So... Those damn Persians. <laughs> they were after world domination. That's yes, for sure. So the Persians, uh, who were being led by Darius I, um, were absolutely looking for world domination. Then they were calling on Greece <clears throat> to completely submit to their rule. It's a good time to do world domination because people only live in like one part of the earth at this time. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> easier to capture everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Greece was having none of it. Um, and eventually a key battle, the Battle of Marathon, took place. Now, this is like Spartan warrior days, where they're fighting with, like, swords and javelins and shit like that. This is not IED battle or helicopter, Black and, Hawk and, Down. And, and, and tridents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tridents. Maybe at sea? I don't know. No, a trident was a... That was a, a weapon? A, yes. A land weapon? Yeah. Why is it always, like... Oh, maybe it's just the Little Mermaid. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just the lore. Yeah, no, people fought with tridents. Okay, I didn't know that. I'm a trident warrior. (laughs) Okay. So I'm not going to get into the weeds about the actual back and forth of the battle, but the, get to the part that's important important here, the Greeks won. It was a big victory because it meant they successfully defended their land from being taken over, right? Scoreboard. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, and they actually did win the long term war too they did not get taken over by the persians apparently so there we go um now as to what any of this has to do with marathons that's pretty disputed there's a strong myth slash legend component i mean this is greece too right which has a lot of mythology sure um, surrounding and has a lot of history Mm -hmm. so this lore or this rumor or whatever it is apparently involves a messenger named Phidippides, sure. who either ran to give word about the attack to Sparta, or ran to Athens to give the word about the victory. There's like, I saw two different versions of it. But one version said he ran from uh, Marathon to Athens. I see, okay. It was forty, roughly 40 kilometers. He ran there to announce the victory, the victory, when he got there, he announced the victory, collapsed, and died. Oh, okay. But he ran 40 kilometers, which is about 25 miles. It's just shy of 25 miles. Hence, a marathon, a marathon. distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I never knew the... Uh... Okay. Now, interestingly, the ancient Olympic Games were going on... Not, I, I mean, I don't mean like in the year, but they were ongoing every four years in ancient Greece during this time. Okay. So we have the modern Olympics, Mm -hmm. but the modern Olympics are modeled after the ancient Greek Olympics. And they used to be every four years. Yes, they did. That was quadrennial. Is that a thing? I don't know. Anyway. Um, Sure. (laughs) Um, When the first games were held is disputed, but it is known that between 776 BCE and 394 CE, they did that every four year pattern. So that's a long time. That's almost uh, 400 years-ish. It's hard yes. to count back. It is. Yes, it years. is. I was I was trying to figure out. I, <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, you're right. Uh, <clears throat> the Olympics stopped after 394 CE because then Emperor Theodosius, Theodosius I was a Christian. 
And he's like, okay, well, unless, uh, you know, all non-Christian shit has to go away here in Greece. I always get, okay, because I had like a like a little, I, oh, for, I don't know why. I always get Greeks and Romans mixed up. Okay, and real quick. I just said something completely wrong. Okay. 776 what? BCE to 394 CE. That's, that's like a thousand years. That's a thousand years. years. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm why like, I was... Wait a second. Yeah. How is he a Christian BCE? Well, <laughs> Sorry. 394 CE. Right. And I, I don't... I, I do not know why I get the Romans and the Greeks mixed. I don't know why. Mm. Um, because they're... Similar areas. I guess that's probably big why. dynasties. But it's like the Romans obviously weren't Christians. There were Christian Romans, but... Didn't they kill Jesus? Didn't they take part in that? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, they, they weren't... Yes. I'm, I'm just going to scoreboard that as they weren't, <laughs> weren't big fans. At least not... A, Christianity <laughs> made a big, com, big like, push in the... I'm talking about... I'm talking about... I'm talking about Jesus Christ Christianity. Like... Well, no. Like, that's the only Christianity. No, no, I'm talking about when he was alive. Contemporary, yes, yes. or uh, yes, contemporaneous to Christ. Yeah, everybody hated him except for his followers. Yes, yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) the Romans included. Yes, well, because he was threatening their power for like very. um, And he had a movement. Who was the Roman? Who's the famous Roman that like deceived him? Oh, Judas. That's not Ju- a Roman. Well, I don't know if he was a Roman. I don't. I don't. Judas was I don't know my Jesus very well. Some Roman like <laughs> deceived him or something. Whatever. Judas Iscariot is the um, the one who betrayed him okay. with the kiss. But I don't know if Judas Iscariot is Roman. We're we're just gonna make him Roman. <laughs> okay. He's Roman now, whether he wants to be or not. Now I'm thinking of Roman Roy from Succession. Maybe they've named him I was that just to going like to say sort of treacherous and <laughs> yes. wily. Yeah, I don't know. Um so anyway, Theodosius the first was like all non Christian shit is done. And so like he's ended like a thousand year tradition. For Jesus. <laughs> for Jesus. <laughs> um so and that the the Olympics disappeared for centuries. Until the 1800s, and then people started kicking around this idea of there was like right, a renewed the, interest in ancient Greece. The very first Olympics was in 1890. Oh, I'm that. sorry. Okay, yes. Right. So, <laughs> we'll just get to it already. Oh my goodness! <laughs> really? I spent all day on I'm this. Ki- I'm kidding. I, you so, know I'm kidding. <laughs> Not all day. I actually did work. Um, so the idea got kicked around for like reviving it by various people until it found a patron. In Greek businessman Evangelos Zappas. And he started holding revival. That's, that's, that's a very short Greek last name. What was that, what's that six letters? Zappalodopolobankis. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like <laughs> right. a Greek last name I thought was like, it had like standard was like 16 letters. Okay. Well, he is an Evangelos. That's a very Greek name. Oh, okay. Um, so he started holding revived Olympic athletic events starting in 1859. But there were other, like, little pockets of versions of this sure. revival going on, um, including the Wenlock Olympian Society, which I guess still continues as a separate event to this day. Anyway, that's in Shropshire, England. The, the one that nobody pays attention to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what we do know about the modern Olympic Games, they officially started in 1896, you are correct, um, held by the now oft- maligned for good reason international olympic committee they've got problems 
Uh, and the, the I'm sure they had problems back then. Probably always. <laughs> uh, and the 1896 Olympiad one was held where? It wasn't in Athens. It wasn't. Yeah, Athens. that's what I you thought. Got yeah, you got it. That's about all I know about Olympics. Like I've well, never we'll learn a little more. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Winter Olympics is great. Summer Olympics, I give two shits about. Like if you can't potentially die in an event. Oh, like, you can like, potentially die in a lot of the. Not not in the summer ones. Oh yes. Like like you what? You get stabbed by a javelin. You could not throw. Mo- the... Nobody's doing that today. <clears throat> yes, they do. You didn't know that shit's still part of the Olympics? All that shot putting, the discus throwing? I, I thought you were talking about like a one-on-one battle. Like that's not... No. <laughs> no. Yes. Not, nobody's yes. killing each other. Fencing is the closest thing to like a battle that happens in the Olympics. Uh, yeah, I guess. And they're wearing yeah. like suits and stuff. They are. Yeah. Anyway. And the swords. Oh my goodness. Like, no, they're not trying to kill each other. I yeah. just mean like a rogue javelin could kill you. I guess. Yeah. A rogue discus. Rogue Discus. Rogue Discus. That's a great name for a band. It is. Rogue We're Discus. keeping that. Yes. Um, so, the marathon was an event starting from the very first Olympic Games. Still is. Right? Has been ever since. But the distance at the time remained at the 40 kilometers, or just shy of 25 miles. Right. Which is not the modern. No, it's not. But we're going to get to that okay. in one hot second. It would eventually be increased to the current 26.2 miles, or 42.16481 kilometers. Allegedly, here's the legend of how that happened. During the 1908 London Olympic Games, when Queen Alexandra, the wife of then King Edward VII, son of Queen Victoria, wanted the race to start at Windsor Castle... Which resulted in a distance of 26.2 miles. So it was just a little longer because she wanted it to like start on her lawn. This damn Brits. In her garden. So. Just the Brits have to ruin everything. And I guess that just stuck. <laughs> well, no. Hello, hello actually. Imagine. <laughs> We've, we have a few Brits. We do. No. Listen, you know. I, I hope they know I'm kidding. Of course. Kind of. But can you imagine, you know, those little stickers that people put on their Oh, no. I was just two? going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Like when you see that, I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, like <laughs> We also do have listeners who run marathons. <laughs> well, I don't care about you either. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. But you like don't but care like, about the marathon, but you care but about it's like, But it's like it's like I don't have a sticker that said I got two concussions playing hockey. <laughs> like it, I know it, what you mean. It's like <laughs> I do kind of know. It's like you. stop. Stop making me <laughs> like, feel bad. Stop. Yeah. So you can run a really long yeah. way. Put it on the inside of your car <laughs> to remind yourself. <laughs> so this particular story takes place in 1904, the games before the distance was changed. So this is still roughly 25 miles at the time of this story, just shy of, uh, so 40 kilometers just shy of 25 That's, uh, miles. That's still a very long distance. It is extremely uh, long distance. I'm not going to run 25 miles or 26.2. No. I think the longest I've ever run when I was running, I'm... I made it like one time seven miles or something. I think I think the most I've ever done was like in gym class where you had to run a mile. Do the mile for the president's fitness yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the furthest I've ever run. Farthest, actually. <laughs> you, you yeah, yeah. I was a sprinter, not yeah. a long not a long distance person. <clears throat> Fast twitch muscle. Yes. So after the nineteen I sometimes I love the little um headlines I give myself. Yes. Meet me in St. Louis. Ah, oh, damn, I just ruined the whole oh. thing I was about to set up, but oh. yes, yes. 
meet me in okay. St. Louis. So, I ruined it. <laughs> no, I did, because I showed it to you. So after the 1896 Athens Olympics, the next city to host in 1900 was in was Paris. Makes sense. And then the 1908 games were in London, so we have Athens, Paris, London. Where do you think the 1904 games were held? St. Louis? Yes. <laughs> Is that the why they well, have... well-renowned world city of St. Louis. Is Missouri. that why they have the arch? No. Oh, okay. That actually, I, I was curious about that, too. That was actually built in, like, 1963 or something. It's, it's much that older. recent? Yes. Uh, it's much, much farther down the road. I oh, know. I was okay. surprised, too. I thought it was maybe, like, a 1900s. Yeah, thing. or, like, a World's Fair thing. Right. Nope. Oh, nope. okay. But, speaking of the World's Fair, World's Fair was being held in St. Louis same year. That's a lot so we'll, of goings we'll, on. We'll get more into that. But, yeah, so, <laughs> just to... Orient orientate us, uh, St. Louis, Missouri. is in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, Missouri is called the Gateway to the West. It lies along the Mississippi River. It's on the eastern side, very eastern side of um, Missouri, bordering Illinois. In fact, their um, their metro area extends into Illinois because they're just right. Oh, I'm the yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so. It's very well that part of the there's a lot of cities like in that little mm-hmm. area. Um, because the couple times we've been to Nashville, St. Louis isn't very far away. Mm. You've got Cincinnati, uh, you've oh, got gosh, you mean the big, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a lot of right Chicago is yeah. not far. Yep, uh, right. there's there's about four or five decent sized cities mm-hmm. like in that little pocket, pocket right of there, the Midwest, yeah. sort of east, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh St. Louis was hosted the 1904 Olympic Games as part of the St. Louis World's Fair. Okay. Formerly known as the Louisiana Purchase Exposition. Interesting. This is apparently depicted in the musical Meet Me in St. Louis, which I have never seen. So, I'm not a huge musical fan. No, me neither. So. Um now, the Louisiana Purchase took place in 1803, so the idea was this was the centennial celebration. It was a year off, but whatever. Um, <laughs> quick key recap. <laughs> quick recap. We're already doing a recap? On the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> oh, it was... Because uh, I homeschooled may, myself. I never learned about may this. I, may I do the recap? Yes, you may. Uh, that was under Thomas Jefferson. I did not note that. Oh. It's 1803. I don't know. Um, we bought it from... France? Mm-hmm. Yes, we bought it from France. Mm-hmm. And that's that's, that's, what what I, that's, what <laughs> that's your recap. That's my recap. That's all anybody <laughs> well, needs well to know. Done. And uh, Lewis and Clark were the first to See, explore. See, that it. was the only thing that I could think of. I'm like something, something Lewis and Clark. Yeah. Meriwether. So one of them was named Meriwether, I think. I think so. Meriwether Lewis. I think so. Yes, I think so. That sounds mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Floyd Meriwether. Could, no. He's a fighter. That's a boxer. (laughs) It's Mayweather. I know. I'm kidding. (laughs) Anyway. um, uh, So, yes, they brought, they bought, the U.S. bought the territory known as Louisiana. For $13 million? Oh, I didn't write that down. Okay. Not for much. Really? It was a a bargain? It was was basically. The Midwest was a bargain? Really? I mean, France was literally trying to give it away. They had had other problems. Give it away? Yeah. This is 
the mm-hmm. Louisiana Purchase. It's yeah. a huge swath of land. So it took up the whole states of South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, and Iowa. Uh, the states as they are known today. They are known today, right? Yes. Um, and then parts of Louisiana, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, and, and Minnesota. Minnesota. It's huge. It's like our yeah. middle third. Mm-hmm. The basically the oh entire no, it's Midwest. a it's a it's a. I mean that's why it's still so famous is because. It, we got the it changed, heartland of America. Yes, in that it changed purchase. like yeah. everything mm-hmm. about yeah. our about the uh, geographics of our country. The geographics, Ge- geographics, geography. geography. Yeah, whatever. Geographics, I like that. Geographics is better. It does kind of sound better. So um, uh, now there was also a tiny little bit, and it kind of showed in here a little. Bit that extended up into Alberta and Saskatchewan. Sure, that was ceded to the U- or yeah to the UK in 1818. Okay, so that's why that's not part of the US. Um, and St. Louis lies along the very eastern boundary of the territory along the Mississippi River. It was founded in 1764 and named for. I have no idea. King Louis the oh? of France, who I would guess is no saint. Probably not. Kings were any saints? No. Um. They were a little better than their medieval counterparts, but but still. Tomato, tomato. I, I don't know. Have, <laughs> have you read about the Dark Ages? <laughs> I, would, I had read about the Greco-Persian Wars and how they used to put people in boxes and just let, like, with just their hands and their feet and mm-hmm. their heads exposed and then just basically let them waste like on the force fed them made them Mm -hmm. produce waste and then they were slowly eaten by maggots oh that's fun yeah it's a good time i forget what the name of that torture device was i need to get back to that book the maggot the maggot box yeah (laughs) Uh, the scathe i think it was called oh is that that what the oh i think so it's in that book dominion i need to keep reading let's continue on with more pleasant things yes so both the state of Missouri, oh, and the city of St. Louis, I put. St. Louis, I should be able to spell that, <laughs> were very interest, very invested in making the Louisiana Centennial Expo happen, going back to just before the turn of the 20th century, so a few years before it actually took place. The total funding raised for the venture was $15 million at the time. So if you translate that, from around 1900 money, it's roughly 473 million today, or wow. close to half a billion dollars. Holy shit! Now, again, sort of correlating this with modern times, that's nowhere near what they spend on the Olympics now. No, no. Uh, the countries o- literally go into fucking debt. Yes. Speaking of which, <laughs> the 2016 Rio Games. Cost eleven point one billion dollars. I was going to bring up the two thousand four uh, Athens Greece games, mm-hmm. which literally sunk their economy. Yes, which and, they're which they're still recovering from, and started to ruin the ruins of Greece. yes, yes. yes. Uh-huh. Um, so obviously, well, but the Olympic Games are also bigger. They're a commercial venture, all that stuff, um, or a much bigger commercial venture. Uh, but what do you think the single most expensive Olympic Games were? Summer or winter? I am going to go with a. I'm going to go with a uh, a dark horse here mm. because I read about this researching something else that we. Okay. Were, anyway, I'm going to say the 1976 Montreal Games. Okay. No. Oh, okay. That's okay though. Because the the reason I say that is the city of Montreal just 
recently paid that off like five oh years ago. Now, I don't have adjusted for inflation numbers, okay. so it's possible if you adjusted it. But in absolute dollars, the Sochi Olympics. Oh, Winter no Olympics shit. That's right. $55 billion. That's right. And it went fucking terribly. It was really terribly. Bad. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that when we discovered curling? I when discovered we were... it. That's when no, you no, discovered it. Yeah, is that when I discovered it? It might have been. Yeah, because that was 2004. We would have been. We, would, we were out for Valentine's Day in mm-hmm. Chapel Hill. And yes, we and we were watching it. Curling. Yes. Yeah. People watch curling for the Winter Olympics. It, it's, it's very. For some reason, it's very exciting. It's very soothing to watch. Um, so, given the limitations of travel compared to now, and we'll talk more about that. The exhibition and the games in St. Louis did have international participa- participation with an estimated 50 different countries being represented just by attendees. Sure. Over 19 million people attended the exhibition in No Olympics. shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, the Olympics were sort of a subset of the exhibition. So, so if all of those 19 million people spent a dollar. That's a lot. They, yeah. made, they mm-hmm. made their money back. They did. Yeah. Not to mention the peripheral economy like travel. Oh, and- God, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hotels, all the tourism Mm -hmm. stuff. So um, I made fun of St. Louis hosting the 1904 Olympics because it's like all these world cities and then St. Louis. Um, Initially, St. Louis was not awarded hosting the 1904 Olympics. It was their upriver. Chicago? Yeah, it's not on the river. No, it's not. Their northern counterparts counterparts in Chicago, which is a world city, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but St. Louis was planning to hold this expo because of the hundred year anniversary mm-hmm. of the Louisiana Purchase. So like, we'll, we'll throw in an Olympics on top of no, it. No, they said, if you hold the Olympics, we'll hold competing games. They basically bullied Chicago into being like, fine, take it. I'm kind of surprised you can bully Chicago into anything. Especially around the <laughs> Especially at that time. <laughs> yeah. I guess St. Louis was tougher. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they changed the location to St. Louis. Uh, the opening <laughs> opening ceremonies, or the, the person who opened the Olympic Games was President Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, who opened the teddy. Games by telegraph. Very nice. How you, do you ask? I don't know. Maybe somebody read the telegraph or telegram. I don't know how one does that. But anyway... Um, but apparently the reason he, he deliberately didn't appear in person because he was running for re-election sure. and he didn't want to politicize the Olympics, the Olympics. <laughs> I know, I know there's Idiot. so much to be said about what, that. Isn't what a, there? what a dumbass. <laughs> literally any politician that's, today. That is the only, so much more. That's the, that. no, it's literally the only reason that the Olympics even exists today. Is for political reasons. Basically. Like, there's no... Yeah, they compete in things. Well, and commercial. Yeah. Political and commercial. Power. It's all power that, and money. That's kind of one and the same. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. Like, but can you imagine? Because... I don't want to make this political, <laughs> so I'm just going to send a telegraph. No, I can't imagine that. I cannot. Especially Trump, the president who politicized everything. Oh, well, he's not the only one, but... He's but, not but, the only but one. Even, but even so, like... Can you imagine like having that like f- like forthright? Is that the word I'm looking for? Foresight. Foresight. What are you uh, trying? To- front of my. I don't know. Can you imagine just not the prescience? Uh, to- 
Can you imagine of not taking advantage of that situation? I know, right? Uh-huh. Whatever that the term fortitude. is. Yes, thank actually that <laughs> yeah. might have been the word I was looking for. Uh-huh. Yeah. I yeah, mean Yeah, I know. I mean, literally that's what the Olympics are like Yeah. Any country that ha- it's like It's rah rah our country. Exactly. And he yes. was like, but I don't want to appear to have a conflict of interest. No. Here. Yeah. And not that Teddy Roosevelt still won. was a fucking scene. No, he was not. And he still won re-election anyway. So yeah, he did. It worked out. Yeah. Now, the Olympics, like, in this year were held from, like, June to November or something. It was really, really long. I think they just, like, spaced stuff out. Because the expo was also several months. So I think it just, I don't know. Did we anyway. have the Olympics this year? No, in 04. Oh, <laughs> you said this year. Uh, you meant the, this, this year. This year that okay. we're talking about. Yes, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of makes sense because... No, Tokyo had the Olympics and. Last year. The 2020 was, Olympics that whichever. were held in 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. God, yeah, I, I, watched, I watched all of zero of it. I know, right? Um, but yeah, but at that time, that kind of makes sense because... Olympics in like a week or something. Two right? weeks, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that kind of makes sense for the time, though, because travel is much different. There, there yeah, are no... We're going to talk about I was going to say, there are no airplanes bringing people. Well, here's people, the thing. So, know. despite the international participation, there were limitations on travel at the time. Not just due to the fact that the Wright brothers had only done their flight at Kitty like Hawk a year before. six months early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was December 20... Or, sorry. December 1903. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, literally the year before. Um, so, everyone had to come by train or boat. Mm-hmm. Or Zeppelin. Yes. I guess Dirigible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hindenburg. But because Russia and Japan were also at war at the time, I did not know that. This is the Russo-Japanese War. Did yeah, not know. Didn't know that one either. Zero knowledge of that That's prior an interesting to this. one. Yes. That caused some kinks in international travel. Plus, it caused tensions in Europe. So... When, it, when are there not tensions in Europe? <laughs> like, let, let's be honest. It's, it's like... Tensions in Russia. Yeah. Well, that too. And it's like... It's like, when is Africa not just dealing with shit? (laughs) It's like the, it's like death taxes. uh, Europe is fighting with each other. uh, Russia's sad and Africa is being exploited. Like those, those five things are like guarantees in life. (laughs) And the Middle East is producing oil. Yeah. Six. So we have six (laughs) and we're bombing the Middle East to get more. So seven, there are seven guarantees in life. There were also reports that some European athletes kind of looked down their nose at St. Louis. They're like, why the fuck are we going to the middle of America to yeah. where? St. Louis? What the, the fuck is that? This isn't Paris. <laughs> exactly. Not, it was not a world it's not, destination. It's not Prague. It's not... Uh, <laughs> That's true. Prague would yeah. be a great location. Yeah. It's not Rome. <laughs> yeah. Not Athens or yeah. Paris. Yeah. Even then president of the International Olympic Committee, Pierre de Coubertin, declined to travel to the games the president of the committee putting on the games was like no yeah whatever he later said he's like send me a telegram (laughs) or send me a telegraph to see how it went he later said quote or sorry he later said that he quote had a sort of presentiment that the olympiad would match the mediocrity of the town well here's the burn (laughs) here's the funny thing like now that i'm playing through if you want to catch my Twitch Ooh. streaming of, which is very soon going to be the new Horizon Zero Dawn game, mm. but on your new TV too. But in Red Dead Redemption Two, it comes up in the game, and this was the sentiment like at the turn of the century, which is still this time, nineteen oh four, that America was just literally a bunch of like hicks and fucking like swamp people uh-huh. that 
Like there was no because the Europeans had built cathedrals right. and like we weren't known as the cultured ones. Not a, yeah. not even close. Yeah. Like that 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 comes up in the game and you kind of forget about that. I think we're probably still in that vein probably in Europe. Now, but we've yes, but it's it's caught up more, you know. I think we have a very complicated international reputation. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I do think that probably in general Europeans look look down, down on, on us. us for not terrible reason honestly um but then you gotta look at them and we all like have it's, problems yes we do we all have it's like yeah yes so but yes at this time like america was still seen as like a the not even an upstart yet quite uh, no yes but but to, just like world war one would start solidifying that yes yeah but at this time it's like oh the americans yeah like they're just a bunch of like hillbillies. Like what? It, you know. And and then you're asking people to go to a hillbilly town in a hillbilly country, basically, is what it's being seen as. I guess, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so as a result, the athletes participating in the 1904 Olympics were overwhelmingly from the United States and Canada. Eh? Uh, less than 10 percent of the 651 competing athletes came from outside of North America. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the countries represented other than the U.S. and Canada were Australia, Austria, Cuba, France, Germany, Great Britain, Greece, Hungary, South Africa, and Switzerland. That's just 12 countries. That's it. Who great, had athletes. Great Britain. <laughs> uh, there are also disputed accounts of athletes from Italy, Norway, and Newfoundland. Yeah, sure. They probably snuck in on a boat here well, and there. Well, or, or like they, there were some disputes of citizenship. Like who should sure. be. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, there were a large number of immigrants to the U.S. representing the country who had not yet become U.S. citizens. Some questions were raised about, quote, nationality, which, like gender and money, are hu- is a human construct. We know that, right? But at any rate, because of the times, as well as the countries represented, all but six athletes were men, and the participants were overwhelmingly white. Sure. <laughs> very white games. Uh, beyond that, there was some horrible, but hardly unsurprising, racism represented Shut in wait. full wait. glory at, in the United States. Yeah, at the games as well as the exhibition. Well, I shouldn't say I shouldn't just pinpoint it to the like you mean like in the world. Oh, racism what? is everywhere, but the yeah. U.S. has like a baked culture. We're really good. At, we're, 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 we're really good at not it. Not to brag, but we're really good at racism. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the, that's the that's the second best thing we're good at, other than uh, going to war. <laughs> I dare say we're pretty damn good at racism. Maybe possibly over war. It's just war makes us more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there was an underlying theme of the games and the exhibition. Of a very disturbing thing that was especially popular at the time of white athletic and physical superiority. Yeah. Uh, which is super gross and terrible and inaccurate, of course. Well, it's 1904. What the fuck else did they have to do? <laughs> right. There were also a lot of sort of quote unquote cultural exhibits which displayed basically not white people as if they were objects in a museum. Which obviously is super gross. They recreated like alleged villages 
in this exhibition and in the anthropology section and had people from Africa, Mexico, the Middle East, and even Native Americans, like people who actually mm-hmm. were from America, portray... Uh, tribes that actually like inhabited all of that yes, land like just a yes, couple of decades yes. earlier. <laughs> they, ha- they hired actors... Um, who were from Africa, Mexico, the Middle East, and, and the Native American uh, actors, and had them portray what were dubbed and labeled, quote, savages, which is disgusting. And that's awful, but don't worry, it gets so much worse. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's expected. <laughs> One of the 1904 game's chief organizers was a man named James Edward Sullivan. Uh oh. This guy was fucked up. He was. He had a lot of fucked up. Well, well, first of all, he has three names, so (laughs) it means. So it means. It it means he either was like a serial killer, or yes, or like a crony businessman. It was like Mm -hmm. one or the other, or both. Who who says you can't be both? (laughs) Right. Um. So we'll be getting back to some of his really fucked up ideas because he's got more. But in the context of what we're talking about now, he was 1000% a fucking white supremacist. No. He organized what he himself dubbed the, quote, Special Olympics, end quote, (laughs) which would be advertised as Anthropology Days. In which the people who were hired to portray the people in the villages, these are actors, right? In the anthropology exhibit, would be made to play sports that they didn't know how to play, like they had never played before, to display the, quote, inferiority of non-white people in athletics. So imagine, (laughs) like, you're just a random person, and they're like, here, go, like run two miles as fast as you can and you're like huffing and puffing and then they're pointing to you and saying see we're superior because they can't do it and you're like motherfucker i haven't even trained for this what are you even saying like it's clearly ridiculous yeah it's a Um, setup and then most of the actors just refused to participate some did uh, really disgustingly, this is like possibly the worst thing. One of the events they competed in was the javelin. Okay. And Sullivan was surprised when the actors did not perform well. He expected them to be able to throw a javelin <laughs> because they were very white. well because they were savages, uh, according yeah. to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so gross. So, it's so so. so- Gross. Sounds very 1904 America. And that's what they made them do. Like, they had them dress in, you know, what they perceived, mm-hmm. what the, the white people perceived as, like, quote, savage costumes, and then throw the javelin. And if you've never thrown a fucking javelin, you're like, I actually, like I actually have. It's I hard. Haven't. It's hard. Is it, is it heavy? Not really, no. but to get the angle and, mm-hmm. like, the, like, it's, it's mm-hmm. not, like, people that can throw that shit far, it's like... It's That's a skill. It's pretty yeah. impressive. So yeah. literally, that was the one thing that Sullivan thought they oh they'll be able to do this. <laughs> they'll be great like, at this. Why? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Why? Because he thinks they're savages. Yes, it's <laughs> That's why. so gross. It's so gross. Uh, ugh, ugh, ugh. So let's pivot away from that. Um, it's also worth noting that the marathon event of this Olympics, which we'll be talking about. Uh, in that event, the first Native American person to participate in the Olympic Games participated in the marathon. Can I guess who it is? Yeah. 
Is it a famous person or no? Mm-mm. I mean, oh, okay. I, 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 I can't say actually because I'm not a sports person. Uh, so. Was it Jim Thorpe? No, that was 1912 when oh, Jim Thorpe, okay. All-American, became okay. very, yeah, that he like dominated. Became the famous. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was Frank Pierce of the Seneca Nation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, further, 1904 would see the first black American Olympic winner. Um, in bicycling. Nope. No? <laughs> You're trying, but I no. am. Um, no, it was Missouri-born George Coleman, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Poich. He won two bronze medals for track and field. Okay. He competed in the 200-meter and the 400-meter hurdles. Because the dollop did an episode on, or it was around this time when cycling was like a big thing in America. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I can't remember maybe the guys. He, maybe he won a gold like the following year or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Gold winner maybe or something like that. Uh, there were multiple events in the 1904 games, like with any games, from a list of 16 broad categories. They had aquatics, so like diving, swimming, archery, athletics, which is just like track and field stuff, boxing, which was new that year mm-hmm. in the Olympics, cycling, like you said, fencing, football, as in soccer, football, golf, gymnastics, lacrosse. Sure. It's either roque or roquet. I don't know which. It's apparently like an American variation of croquet. Oh, okay. I, I, know, I don't even know how to ro- play croquet. Ro- roquet? It might be roquet. I don't know how to play croquet, so I have no idea. Rowing. Tennis. My personal favorite. Tug of war. No, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Except not the Squid still be. Games version. No. <laughs> Actually, the Squid Games version would be a great Olympic event. Except without the death. No, that, that's what would make it fantastic. <laughs> if if only the Olympics were like the Squid Games. No. Jesus. Weightlifting and wrestling. And then there were demonstrations. So most of those are still... I think so, yeah. Some of them have come and gone. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> tennis only recently again became an Olympic oh, really? sport. I didn't know it went away. Golf only recently again became ah. an Olympic sport. Um all the track and field stuff is uh, that's that's pretty much been standard. Archery's been around for yep. a long time. Aquatics, mm-hmm. boxing has that stayed, and cycling. I think they got rid of boxing. Really, and I would think the other mainstay, and I'm surprised it's not in here, is a uh, like wrestling. But yeah, I, I mean, said maybe. wrestling, Did weightlifting, you? and wrestling. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's another. Roman wrestling. Yeah, that's another. Yep, same thing. Yeah. That's another like mainstay yeah. of the Summer Olympics. Anyway, there were also demonstrations of like. New up-and-coming sports, like basketball. American, American football. football. I was going to say, basketball was yeah. literally invented eight years earlier. Yeah. And baseball, along with hurling and women's boxing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the title for my next section? It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've kind of forgotten. Like, I know the... what we're talking. There's yes. so much setup. Yes. <laughs> so... I don't know if I had a good place to cut or not. So we're back from break. <laughs> and Jesse Pinkman has joined us. Yes. Poor thing has been... This weather has been so dry. He, <laughs> he's just he's static. He's static I keep shocking him. I feel bad. Come here, Jesse. Jesse. Jesse, he's, come here. Yeah, he's, he wants you know, to look at the blanket. Come yeah. here. He's okay. like, whatever. All right. He's like, get on with it. <laughs> so yeah, which is probably what our audience is right? saying. Right? <laughs> we're like at an hour now. Okay. So, the marathon. Now, the actual topic. <laughs> um, on the afternoon of August 30th, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> 1904, the marathon took place. 
It started at Francis Olympic Field, a stadium that had been built for the games. Super common in the Olympics, right? Yes, they it build is. an mm-hmm. infrastructure for in a lot of places. <laughs> and then they never use it again. And oftentimes that is the case. <laughs> Probably like, not the case back then. In but... Rio, didn't they build like a stadia in the in the Oh, in the forest? fucking yes, in the Amazon. Yeah. And, and now then, and now it's I think it's used like for a like parking lot or yes, something? for buses or, yeah, or something like that. Something a repository yeah. for buses. Same yeah. thing with uh like Greece in the O four, like they mm. built a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. But the Greeks don't play They're like, baseball. We, we're not really into baseball, so what do we do with this? <laughs> like, oh, we let uh, it go to waste. Yeah. Same thing with uh, like Calgary in the 88 Olympics. Mm. Uh, obviously, Canada being a cold country, mm-hmm. you would think that they would use, reuse their... But no, like like all that stuff, like... I watched something on that like recently, like maybe a year or two ago. Like the ruins of the Olympics. Of basically. the Calgary, like the oh, like that the like the environment is reclaimed. Like most of the stuff mm. that they built, it's grown over. Like uh, the <laughs> yes. Last of Us, it looks yes. like the stadium in the Last of Us. Yes, <laughs> the 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 ski jump is like like you Grow can overgrown with yes, you can barely even stuff. tell that it was once so a ski wild. jump, which That's is weird so because you'd think that it's Canada, like they would they would want to use it, right? Again, they want to ski. No. Like nope. God. It's just it's, it's it so wasteful. The Olympics is literally, <clears throat> and that's kind of why I don't even <clears throat> watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just a fucking waste of money. I think so. And <clears throat> at least to some extent, you know. And all it is is a is a my dick's bigger than yours contest. Yeah. Like that. That's that's all it I is. I mean, I do actually think that the athletes in general yes. mean very well. Of course they do because just, they're athletes. This is because their that's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. You know, but like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the powers that be don't give a fuck. Oh, of course not. That's why, like, the IOC is, like, full yeah. of the devil, basically. Yeah. I remember John Oliver did a piece on them once. Oh, I mean, it, it's it's not, a, like, it's an open secret at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's like, why is there even an IOC? Right. Like, we know what they are. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, the, the race started at this um, track, and... They the idea was that they were going to start with five laps. This is really weird. They were going to start with five laps around the track, then leave the stadium, do a loop, and end at the track. So here well, is a map. Kind of makes sense for back then. Here is a map from the newspaper of the event. Okay, I see. <laughs> I like how they they're like arrows, arrows, and then they it's come like all back around down because, of course, yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Americans seeking to seize classic honors in marathon race today. Marathon course to be, what does that say? Traversed. Traversed uh, today by world's fleet. Fastest. Fle- no, I think it says fleet. Oh, fleetest. Fleetest runners. <laughs> they used different words back then. I, fleet feet. They're, fleet, they're yes. fleet on their feet. I think we should do the rest of the episode in a transatlantic <laughs> accent. <laughs> 32 men participated in the marathon. Did you know that they say that in, 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 in well, what I've heard for British accents is they say marathon. Marathon? A marathon. Again, those, say marathon. Again, those Brits. <laughs> so 32 men participated in the marathon. Uh, for contrast, how many participants do you think there were in the 2020 Tokyo Olympic marathon? Marathon? Probably the same. 106. Holy shit. <laughs> a lot okay. more people. Well, so, so just to contrast it a little bit. Well, that's true. A lot more countries involved. And, yeah. yeah. And it's not St. Louis in 1904. True. 
Of these 32 runners, only a few were actually, like, experienced. Like, literally four or five were actual marathon runners. It's like the one guy from Australia is like, here's my chance to, like, get out of this place. He's like, I'll just pretend. (laughs) There were some questionable participants, including two Greek athletes who had never run a marathon. (laughs) Including two Greek athletes that didn't have any legs. (laughs) People without legs are able to run. These they days. are. These days. These days. Yes. This is 1904 we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, and then there were two of the actors from Anthropology. The anthropology oh, of course. Exhibit. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. Like, zero race experience. Just basically, like, wandered up and they're like, sure. Sure. We'll, we'll participate. <laughs> and we're allowed to do so. Yes. Um, so these two athletes, Len Taunyane and Jen... Mashiani were the first black Africans to participate in the Olympic Games and unfortunately would be the last black athletes from South Africa to compete in the Games until apartheid ended in the country in 1986. Wow. Yeah, talk about a bad thing, except highly criminal is apartheid in South Africa. So the the group of athletes also included a five-foot-tall Cuban man, who was a former mailman by the name of Felix Carvajal. Uh, He had managed to raise enough funds to make it to St. Louis from Cuba by challenging people to races and betting he'd win. So obviously he won quite a bit. Got to do what you got to do. So uh, he came over to the U.S. and on his way to St. Louis, he stopped over in New Orleans and lost all his money playing dice. (laughs) Nice. Guy had a gambling problem, apparently. Uh, he had to walk and hitchhike from New Orleans to St. Louis and arrived a few minutes late, but that's, was able to participate. That's a bit of a trek back in the day. <laughs> like that's hitchhiking, yeah. walk, hitchhiking in very early automobiles. I was just going to say, what did you hitchhike for? Like, like the, wagons and, and oh, he, I bet he like... Did, did the I mean, thing where he I mean, jumped on a train, you know? I was just going to say, yeah, like, cars aren't really a thing in 1904. They are 19- a little bit, a, not a ton, a, but they're a tiny a bit. And wagons. I guess, yeah. Wagons. That's they, funny. But, yeah, I know. Um, so he did get there. He, he showed up wearing boots, full pants, full trousers, a button-down shirt, yeah, and a beret. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nike dry fit was not, <laughs> it was not invented in 1904. Oh, did I? I'm sorry. You so <laughs> did. I'll get to it in a second, but let me finish this up. So, <laughs> that's so funny. Our, our lines are working in the same direction. So, another athlete actually did him a solid by literally cutting his sleeves off and his pant legs off so that he wouldn't drop dead of heat exhaustion. Yeah. This is Oh, okay, oh, I'm me, sorry. Here is... I forgot one picture. This is uh, the two South African athletes. Uh, Len Tonyane and they, Jen Moshiani. They look so excited to be there. Well, the one guy doesn't have shoes. <laughs> yes. He showed up barefoot. Um, and then here is Felix. <laughs> I love this guy. I Dude, he's, he's got a nice stash. He does like, have a really like, good stash. It's like, it's like nowadays, like if you're a runner swimmer like you shave like everything right Mm -hmm. like like, except your head and he was wearing a beret he was like that's it almost looks like his hair it does but it's a beret (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh they gave him a numbered shirt he's got a belt basically these people are wearing street clothes (laughs) yeah yes 
Yes. Well, that's what it was back. Like, well, so that's the thing. There's this, no athletic this gear. This was what I wrote. This was what I wrote. Not that everyone else was exactly wearing dry fit or Under Armour or Nike or anything. <laughs> yeah. This is 1904. Yeah. This is a picture of the athletes at the starting line. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of dudes. It's just like, and like, they're wearing belts, like leather belts. Yeah, it's and... just like it's just like we're all here. Like nobody, like who would know? Like these are world class. Like nobody would know. No. Well, just... and not actually, most of them are not world no. class athletes. They sort of cobbled together the competitors. It's like, hey, can you run? Oh, great! Like, come on. Here. Well, that's we'll probably slap, why they left we'll, the two actors. We'll slap a number in. on they're you. Like, yeah, come on. We need more people. Otherwise, it's going to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> what if they held a marathon and nobody showed up? Oh, that so, would be hilarious. So I, I hope that happens one day. They fired the starter's pistol. At 3.03 p.m. on a 92-degree Fahrenheit That's day. That's really fucking hot and in 1904. And they chose to hold this event at, at 3 p.m. Yeah. Midday. Non-televised, so it's not like they're worrying about lighting. No. They just picked the hottest part of the day to send them like, home. Like, let's make them earn it. In, like, slacks and button-down <laughs> shirts. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. So the but, pistol... But, but to give them more speed, people didn't wear underwear back then. <laughs> they wore long underwear <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that they cut off at the knees. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the starter's pistol was fired by the president of the Louisiana Purchase Exposition Company, of course. Um, and so 92 degrees, they're wearing very inappropriate... What, what today we would call very inappropriate clothing. It's all they had back then. It's in the dead of summer it is in the heat of the afternoon and like on lap three in the very beginning so they've gone like a mile and a half or something the first disqualification happened well a guy basically tapped out on his own he started vomiting <laughs> and he's like i'm done i'm out this is the smartest decision he is the smartest person yes in he that was room yes he was <laughs> that time um of course, uncomfortable attire and unbearable heat weren't the only challenges the runners faced. First off, we're talking, okay, 25 miles in 92 degrees in the summer. No. Yeah, yeah, just no. It, the answer is no. There well, 32 people tried. Uh, so then there was the marathon's course that had to be planned by somebody, right? Somebody had to chart out that course. Who do you think did it? I have no idea. Our racist motherfucking friend. Oh, that, John that, that guy. Yeah, the white supremacist. <laughs> yeah. Charted that course. Uh, yeah, he planned it. He planned this course to show how superior white athletes are to everybody else, even though most of the participants were white. But whatever. But how do you do that? I, I, I don't so know. Here's I'm not what, even going to get into here, that. Yeah. I know. I don't. He, he, guy was fucked up i don't know so they had the little jaunt around the track five times then they went out of the stadium and this is 1904 they do not have highways no nope. they do not really have pavement no i don't think there's pavement period yeah maybe cobblestones or whatever but not yeah. where they were they were on dirt roads. Yeah, that makes sense. With, like, stone strewn yeah. that they could twist their ankle on at any moment, right? Um, well, you had to earn it back in the day. <laughs> uh, 
So the dust on these roads was described as being several inches thick. Like sure. Yeah. Be- well, because well, because everybody's kicking up. Well, so that's that's yeah. the other thing. One official, one fair official, said that the course was quote the most difficult a human being was ever asked to run over. End quote. Tell that to the guy, the original guy. From yeah. Marathon. Tell that to Philippines or whatever his name is. Yeah. That's not his name. <laughs> whatever. Philippides. Philippides. Sure. Persephone. I don't know. Yeah. Something Greek. Uh, and it wasn't a flat course. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. There's yeah. fucking, like, hills and John, shit. John Edward <laughs> Sullivan decided to make them go over, I think it was, I think I did, I, I'm going off script, seven large hills with bad inclines and bad declines that were between 100 and 300 feet high. You know what? I think he was on to something. I want to see that today. <laughs> I, I do like fuck you and like your flat like course like 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 I want to see you go up and down hills in ninety two degree heat I want to see you earn it in a button down yes. and trousers yes. with a belt well no they can today they can still wear their Nike oh okay stuff, you'll, but you'll concede that yes I'll they can they can wear like runners now, attire the of the day Boston Marathon has an uphill <clears throat> near the end I think it's called Heartbreak Hill they call it um, because it's like you're almost there but you have to go up this really steep incline but the thing too to keep in mind these are like up and down hills declines are really bad when running too oh they're Those horrible they're ba- horrible on your worse knees. for your knees terrible on your knees yeah it's actually much better to go see, uphill than down see that. if they had this kind of marathon course today i would probably watch it mm-hmm. like i really would I just want to see people get tortured well i mean just you know just Make it better. Make it more exciting. You know. Then the other. Yeah, you know, you've that, got you got to go across a, a river. You know. Then the other thing that they did was they made them like go through parts of the city. They had to. There were pedestrians and wagons. Well, that's kind of cars. But that's oh, like just around. Um, like they didn't block they it had, off. Well, okay, so they did actually. They had. Okay, well that's normal for had, even today. No, they block that shit. They blocked no, 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 the entire that, course. But you just said that they blocked it off. No, oh. they didn't block it. Okay. Here's what they oh. did. They sent a bunch of people with horses ahead <laughs> first. <laughs> they had a whole cavalcade in front of the runners. First there were people on horses like, okay, get off the road, get off the road to other people. Behind that were like ca- very early cars uh, filled with like journalists and trainers and coaches and doctors for the ones who could afford to have like their entourage. And that's right in front of all the runners. So all of these horses and these cars are kicking up all that oh, dust. Oh yeah. And these runners are essentially running in their dust. They're eating their dust for maybe, 26 maybe, miles. Maybe that's where it comes from. Miles. Yeah, right, eat my <laughs> dust. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, so then they're telling them, "Hey, come on, the marathon people are on their way, but they're not barricading anything." So people cross the street, and then they have to run around them. Like, this is just chaos. This is chaos. I would definitely watch that. Like, they, they, <laughs> it's like they, an obstacle course. Yes, they, 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 should, like. they should do that today. Well, just watch American Ninja Warrior, and then... No, like, because that's all blocked off. And the, No, I want to... <laughs> no. <laughs> Hardcore parkour. <laughs> yes, that's what I want to see. <laughs> um, And then... Okay, so that's not... We're not even... That's not all of it. Then there was the water situation. Okay, so... <laughs> there wasn't any? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> So, and here's why. What are you doing, Jesse Pickman? Jesse, don't, don't chew don't. wires. He's chewing. Can you bat him away? 
Yes. He's chewing the wire. We might need to let him out. I think that's his uh, signal of... It is his signal of displeasure. He's like, all right, if you don't let me out now. Like when he broke those coasters mm -hmm. because I wouldn't feed him because it was too early. Oh. Such a little shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. I love him, though. He's the best, worst cat. All right. Uh, you guys like the cats, so the cats are in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sullivan. We keep getting back to this fucker. Um, remember how I said he had some fucked up ideas? Beyond the white supremacy. Um, <laughs> oh, beyond that. Yeah. He, uh, he was very into sports science, but this is 1904. That's interesting, yeah. And health and medicine and sports science are... Young and pseudoscientific a little bit. And there was a thing at the time that was gaining popularity in terms of health for athletes or, like, performance for athletes that he wanted to study in real life. Shock treatment? No. Um, it's called purposeful dehydration. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Meaning you don't drink while you're exerting yourself. Uh, like, oh, running 25 miles in 92 degree heat. So he was like, this is the best conditions to study this in, like, the real world. So I'm going to design this course with, now this is disputed. One, one source said that there were two places people could get water. One said there was only one. They both said that there was a place to get water from a well 12 miles in. One of them said there was another source six miles in. Oh, that's it. So you are Either on your way. own for the second half. Yeah. No water. No available water. Period. Um, and uh, one of the favorites to win the marathon, uh, Thomas Hicks, who had come in second in the 1903 Boston Marathon behind the poor vomiting guy who already tapped out, obviously started getting pretty thirsty. At one point, and so he begged his doctor and his coach, who were in the little cavalcade, like, come on, give me some water. But they bought into Sullivan's ideas. And they're like, no, we are purposefully dehydrating you. But you know what we will do? We'll give you a sponge bath. And they, like, they they squeezed a sponge what over the, what his they, head. What they do with boxers. Yeah, in yes. The except he needs it mm -hmm. in his inside, mm -hmm. not just outside. So... <laughs> Very sad picture of... Oh, also notice the spectators are in fucking full-blown business suits, Yes, right? they are. Of course. They're, like, dabbing him off. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with He's just like, he's, he's he's like gone. Can, I, can, I, can I just have some water? He's just gone. Please. Like, in my mouth, please. Yes. Then the rest of the race, there's some... There, I don't know how else to say it narratively. There's just some like little vignettes here to share. So, remember Felix, our I gambling do. friend. Yes, yes, I do. So Felix had a good time during the race. He was a chatty guy, so he would stop and talk to people along the way. <laughs> like, hey, what you doing? You know, <laughs> how do you think the race is going so far? <laughs> let's stop and. Talk Am I doing about... well? <laughs> how, how many people did you see come before <laughs> me? By the way, do you have some water? <laughs> Do you well, have a Gatorade? Oh, <laughs> shit, that hasn't been invented yet. Well, actually, apparently Felix didn't think that he shouldn't eat or drink. So he had some fruit for a snack. 
That's, um, yeah, that's not bad. He gave him stomach sugar. cramps. Oh, gave him okay. stomach cramps. Right. So he was like, well, I'm going to do the smart thing in the middle of a marathon and take a nap for a little <laughs> He napped. He literally laid down and napped. Yeah, I want to see this today. <laughs> I, I want to see all of this today. Uh, the 1902 Boston Marathon winner and participant, Sam Meller, took the lead around the halfway point during the race. Unfortunately, the poor guy, a couple miles later, incorrectly thought he took a wrong turn. He thought he was lost. He wasn't. He was on the right course. But he thought he was lost, so he doubled back. Like, he turned around and doubled back and tired himself out and dropped out. Yeah. Then Len Tanyane, one of the South African runners, uh, was chased a solid mile off the course by a dog. So that was the thing that happened. Around mile 19, runner William Garcia of San Francisco collapsed on the side of the road. He coughed up blood before passing out. Fortunately, he was found, taken to the hospital, rushed into surgery. Because the dust he had inhaled had eroded his stomach lining Mm. and completely coated his esophagus. Oh, God. He was really close to being a casualty, mm-hmm. but fortunately Sounds like he it. survived. Yeah, that I don't want to see. No. Well, hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. Amateur runner and bricklayer American Fred Lors started suffering from muscle cramps. Literally everybody suffered from muscle cramps. They're not yes. hydrating and they're in 92 no. degree heat. Yeah. Anyway. Um, flat, uh, so he, he started suffering from muscle cramps near mile 10. And so he flagged down one of the cars like take me back to the stadium which is like okay he dropped out right flagged down one of the model t's yeah right um so it's like okay so he dropped out right he's disqualified no no he decided to take the car back and then a couple miles out run as though he had been running the whole sure yeah fucking why not yeah yep well here's why not he like waved to the crowd from the car. Well, they, yeah, but they're not going to see him again. There's no. There's <laughs> they're there's not the, back at the stadium. There's no video replay. They're, they're, like, who's gonna? Right. It reminds me so much of that five um, k episode of The Office, the cure for rabies episode. I, just, I don't remember that one. Anyway, Stanley, Oscar, and Creed all like hop into a cab and go have a drink during the 5k and like nobody notices that they're missing <laughs> it's, it's reminded me of that anyway, i, I want to see that too Let, let's put that into the uh, the marathon <laughs> he made his way to the finish line with a finish time of less than three hours he was that's like fucking way record time back then yeah right so he was greeted by a cheering crowd and the first daughter alice roosevelt longworth who declared him the winner and literally started putting the gold medal around his neck. Dude's saying nothing. This guy's saying nothing. Of course not. One of the spectators is like, "Uh uh-uh, I saw him. That guy cheated. He drove here. Everybody started booing him. And he was like, oh, JK? Like, it was just a joke, guys. Like, it was a prank. That's all. Um, But his joke ended up giving him, getting him a lifetime ban. From no, wait, uh, competitive like, running, that was lifted the following year. Sure. He won the 1905 Boston Marathon. Uh, there you go. Uh, no word on whether any cars were involved <laughs> victory. Or horses. <laughs> yes. 
Thanks to his Uber, Fred Lors had been several miles ahead of his next competitor, Thomas Hicks, the poor guy who's getting like sponge baths when he just needs water. His entourage decided he did need something. He needed a boost, but not water. Cigarettes. They decide, no, they decided he needed a little PED, performance enhancing drugs. Oh, okay. The first known and documented performance enhancing drug use in the Olympics happened. Nice. But do you know what they did? <laughs> this is 19. You're not going to guess they fed Cocaine? him. No. No, it's a good, it's a decent guess. That's a good no, guess. They gave him egg whites. Okay. Mixed with strychnine. Isn't which strychnine is rat a, poison. I was just going to say, is that a fucking poison? But apparently, in small doses back then, it was considered a stimulant. <laughs> so they, they're feeding this guy who just wants fucking water. Egg whites and rat poison. Um, Sounds shockingly, awesome. again, I want to see all of this in the modern Olympics. Shockingly, like this... you don't get water, you get rat poison, you get raid sprayed onto your egg whites. <laughs> shockingly, this little refresher didn't help him. He ended up slowing to a walk. Uh, yeah, just two miles from the finish line, <laughs> and then going to the ICU. <laughs> so they didn't have ICUs back then. So his trainers are like, "Okay, no, we need another pick me up." They gave him another egg white and strychnine cocktail but then also let him take a swig of brandy oh okay and that well, seemed to give yeah. him a little peppiness yeah sure so then he was able to con- continue back into the stadium where he started hallucinating <laughs> that he was actually at the beginning of the race because he was back in the stadium wait did he turn around instead of well he <laughs> was like not sure what was going on and then his legs started to buckle before the finish line his trainers, like, one arm over one of their shoulders, one arm over the other, walked him over the finish line. And that Is was that... allowed. Okay. <laughs> They're like, yes, you're the winner. Congratulations. Well, you didn't take a car. In all fairness, in all fairness, he did eat egg whites and strychnine <laughs> just to get there. So, two doses. See so. if you can spot Thomas in this picture where everybody looks sad and defeated (laughs) Mm -hmm. that guy he's the guy who looks like he's just been through a war (laughs) he's the guy that looks like he's like i'm gonna make new choices in life (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm never doing this again i will not run another step in my human life look at this dude's hat what is is up with that hat it's like somebody cut off the top of a turban and just left left like the bottom of it it's like a pork pie Something I don't know, but it's very wide. It is a little bit. So (laughs) that that large wool hat must have come in handy in ninety-two degree (laughs) heat. Protects from the sun. Yeah. Um. So his final time was three hours twenty-eight minutes, which is still continues as the worst winning time in Olympic history. Hey, that's that's awesome for nineteen oh four. Half an hour whatever like i have the other athletes eat egg whites and strychnine on the way to the finish line so for contrast see see how long it takes them (laughs) for contrast in the 2020 olympics uh kenya's elias kipchoge won the gold with a final time of two hours eight minutes 38 seconds how the fuck do you like i i I, I know the the really ultra like fast people i don't know i don't get it i i don't know how it's physically humanly possible 
like when I show up to work, like my workday starts at six o'clock in the morning. We have our first break at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. In that time, he ran. This dude ra- ran a whole fucking marathon, and then had time to relax <laughs> yes. for like twenty minutes. <laughs> like no, that's just like no. I know. Like stop it. It's almost like stop running. It's just insulting. Just, stop that. Just everybody out there. And we're not even talking about the ultra marathoners either. I've heard about that. That's no, like that hundred kilometers or some shit. It's yeah, very long. They, yeah. They, sometimes they run for like twenty four hours. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Anyway, um, Felix, our napping gambling friend, finished fourth. <laughs> hey, pretty good. Even with the nap. Even with the nap. It would have been really hilarious if he had wound up winning, like, legitimately. Right. Because uh-huh. it would have been a real-life story of, like, the tortoise and the yes, hare. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Len- it wouldn't have been just a fable anymore. <laughs> Len Tanyane and Jan Masciani finished ninth and 12th, respectively. Again, never ran a race. Or never competed in a race. Only two more racers finished after Masciani, meaning... 14 people finished the race, 18 dropped out. That's like 44% of people mm-hmm. completed the race. Uh, Thomas Hicks, the winner, lost eight pounds during the marathon. Oh, my God. All water, obviously. Yeah. That means he was severely dehydrated. Uh, he couldn't move off the field for four hours after. So, like, he literally wasn't strong enough to leave. And they didn't cart him away. They're so, like, like, they just left him. They're like, they're like there he is over there. <laughs> Our winner. S- smile for the camera. <laughs> Wait, you're going to have to hold that smile for, like, 30 minutes because this is 1904. <laughs> it takes forever. <laughs> it to... takes a long time. Oh, and, and don't break this because because it comes out in glass. And don't worry about the giant <laughs> explosion flash. Yeah. Um. So Hicks said, quote, Never in my life have I run such a tough course, end uh, quote. Yeah. Uh, despite his questionable win, I mean, he was sort of like assist, performance enhancing drugs and assisted over. I don't think that was his fault, personally. No. Um, the next day, U.S. newspapers happily ran with the headline, An American won the Olympic marathon. <laughs> uh, excuse me, that'd be, An American won the Olympic marathon. That's because Kenya hadn't competed yet. <laughs> well, yeah, because racism, they couldn't. <laughs> Thomas Hicks' win empowered James Edward Sullivan to oh, declare Jesus himself Christ. correct. Yes, white people are superior athletes. Thomas Hicks was white, so therefore... That's, that's why we're going to continue excluding everybody else. Right. Just... <laughs> Fortunately, the disastrous race pretty quickly garnered unfavorable attention, especially given the fact it almost killed one athlete, at least one athlete, like... It, it could have killed any of them. I'm sure it cut everybody's life short I by like it a, did. by, by I like a couple of years. Um, and back then, the life expectancy was like 45. <laughs> right. So all of these people made it to like 42. <laughs> Sullivan, uh, so everyone was turning on the race, and so he cut his losses, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to go all in on blaming the concept of a marathon itself as the problem." He, I, I, I like that. That's good. He's such a Trump. He said that he he said to the press that running such a long distance, quote, is asking too much of human endurance, end quote. So he just did like a 180. I I agree with that, actually. (laughs) Yes, but he only did that because of how it turned out. Like he's clearly disingenuous, this man. but But he still had a point. But then he went on 
okay, for a couple things here, right? Uh, he lobbied to have the event removed from the Olympics altogether. Obviously, that didn't work. It's no. still part of it. Um, but then, so he's like, oh, you, nobody should run marathons. Then in 1909, he wrote a book called Marathon Running, where he gave advice about running marathons. <laughs> Included amongst his sage wisdom was this statement, quote, don't get into the habit of drinking and eating in a marathon race. Well, the eating. Some yeah. prominent runners do, but it's not beneficial. End quote. And that, my friends, was the story the of the 1904 <laughs> Olympic marathon. What a shit show. I really, like, so when's the next summer? Would be 2025. 24. Well, 24. 24. I don't think they're going to that's, that's bump the whole thing off. I want to see this course recreated. For the 2024 marathon. 120 years later. I'm going to start lobbying for it tomorrow. Okay. I'm, I'm going to send an email. Mm-hmm. To the IOC. To the IOC. Who are so receptive, I'm sure, of random they will. They will Americans. be of this. I'll fill it full of like racism and white supremacy and world <laughs> dominance. And I, and in that will be the course. Like like even like the, the, the newspaper thing. <laughs> yes. Well, but I'll, I'll read like like this will be like Hitler Street. <laughs> And uh, what else? Um, Mussolini Drive, mm. and like they'll they'll be all about it. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. But I'm I am dead serious. Like in the fact, like I would watch a marathon if there were like hills and spectators and well, it's not traffic. exactly fun to watch like on TV or something. That would be well. <laughs> Yes, that would be that would Watching be people awesome to watch. Die in front of you—that's horrible. Well, no, not no. I'm not. Ta- I'm talking about modern day. Oh, okay. You get to wear your Nike dry fit. Okay. You want to see if they could run the course? Yes. Basically. Yes. Do they get egg whites and strychnine? Yes, okay. of course. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, okay. And steroids, whatever they want. Like what? It, like <laughs> and cocaine. Like they like uh... they can take they can take bumps. Like you know how like where they're like in the New York City or the Boston Marathon like. They're running past like normal people, and somebody just hands them a water. Like I want somebody to, like hold out like a mirror and like a razor and be like, <laughs> like while he's running. This the is course. getting more and more absurd. <laughs> well, this whole fucking thing is it absurd. is absurd. It is absurd. <laughs> but that absurdity today would be like that would be like all right. Now let's see how Next good you really absurd. are. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Oh, but that basically was a dollop, right? I wouldn't be surprised if they've done this topic. That I mean, <laughs> the fucking Olympics. I mean, it, it's it's just a fucking. <laughs> it kind of. I, I'm 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 it's, not a big fan. It's so literally I'm not a sports person. Either. Not literally. Yeah, it is. It's kind of these days. It's kind of a joke. Like it's not not the athletics. Not to the, not the athletes. no. I'm talking the about commercial version. I'm like talking about the event video. itself. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, I yeah. I don't know. Like again, like. I watched the Winter Olympics, mm-hmm. and I kind of forgot that we like just had the Summer Olympics. Cause yeah. I, I watched none of it, mm-hmm. like zero of it. Yeah, I'm not interested. Like, I, I'm not a big Summer either. Olympics fan anyway. But usually, I'll check out like this gymnastics or that. Gymnastics is pretty cool. Yes, gymnastics yes. and figure skating. Those are kind of the and table tennis. Table tennis is fascinating to watch in the Olympics. Isn't it just? Uh... 
No, these dudes are like whipping the ball at each other. I know, other but it just goes from like. Yes, but like. Yeah, but they're like 10 feet away from each They're like the size of this room far from no, each I other. That. And they're just whipping the ball at each other. But and they used to go back, forth, 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 yeah, back, forth. Yeah, but. How they're, I don't know. Okay. I, I, think, I, haven't, I haven't watched it. I think table late. tennis is amazing in the Olympics. Okay. Uh, that That's just me. Mm. And the people who compete it's in curling. that. It's now curling. Uh, no, it's better than curling. <laughs> Definitely better. But yeah, the... Um, I, yeah. I, I did that in one knows. day, I'm saying. Oh, I'm oh saying. very nice. If there was a um, an Olympic event for busting Putting, putting together a podcast? In a single day, we'd be we'd be up in there. A couple hours, because all the other fancy podcast people hire people to do what we do. Some of them do. Yes, most yeah. of them do. Well, we have our listeners who just give it. Yes, to us we do. Sometimes. They just give. It. <laughs> just really helpful. Suckers. <laughs> They're kind people. Yes, they are. They are kind. And we and we people. very much appreciate Absolutely. our audience. But I mean, like once we started getting into it, I'm like, how ridiculous is this gonna fucking get? Because uh, did did you? expect any of it no it went beyond my expectations <laughs> thank you jess for the suggestion i had yes. not heard of it and it's it, that's a wild story it's that's like it's story. it's like classic 1904 you've got like <laughs> classic a classic 1904 yeah, yes now this is classic tammy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's what i was thinking of this is classic tammy <laughs> and always sunny re- reference mm-hmm. for those who didn't get it but uh it's like you've got uh, impossible conditions. You've got people who aren't really runner fit or, for this, yeah, like racers. Yeah, yeah. You've got racism. Yes, you've a lot got of racism. you've got white supremacy. Like it's it's just a smorgas. Like that event is like just what 1904 was like in a box. Like if you put it in a box. Here's the good news: James Edward Sullivan, long dead. Ah, uh, yeah, that is good news. Yay! Yeah. Death to white supremacy. He was probably, but I mean, but evil people like that live for a long time. So, so he was probably still around for like the German American Bund Society. Ugh. Like, yeah. he was probably still around for that. Was it is uh, the uh, inimitable Billy Joel says only the good die young? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just kind of experienced that. Didn't Somehow we? the assholes stick around Dick then again Ch- betty white almost made it to 100 she was not she's like time. but she's like the the outlier she is an outlier like, she was an outlier yeah dick cheney is still alive i know That's, uh there is no god clearly yeah uh <laughs> it's just uh like when he did that thing a couple weeks ago and met with the democrats for whatever i'm like oh, jesus christ when Nancy he was Pelosi is still fi- diane feinstein but when he was going like down the stairs like when they were going out the Capitol rotunda i'm like will somebody please just shove him <laughs> and then like that would be the end like and it wouldn't have to be obvious it could be oh oh I'm, accidental oh, oh, I'm, oh sorry. No, I'm so sorry oh wow he's dead what a shame what a shame well it's not like they haven't um openly murdered people in the capital before that's true recently <laughs> <laughs> oh we oh we oh we laugh now well no somebody did die in the riots right like a, five people a, a cop one of the Capitol police officers. That's what the liberal media wants oh, you to Jesus believe. Christ. No, five people up. died during the event, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure two policemen have uh, taken their own lives since then. Oh, God. So let's cheer at the end of the episode. Yay! 
and they should and they should also put this up. They should also put that in the marathon. Like it ends at the Capitol building, and then there's a riot. <laughs> like that would that I would definitely watch. I tried so hard to keep this light. How did we end up here? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We're just in a dark space. Anyway, mm-hmm. anywho, mm-hmm. we should probably wrap it up. I, oh, <laughs> before, we've gone like an hour before, before we say more things that. Uh, oh, about killing people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. So that was the 1904 Olympic marathon slash shit show. <laughs> This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week. Maybe.